Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, In the Mind proudly brings to you the triple threat, the three kings, the tag team champions of the world, the bad guy, Razor Raul, the curly-headed champ, Fist of Fury Vicente, the host, the captain, Duke Devlin, oh yeah, the three BMS, bad as motherfucker. Shut your mouth. All righty then. There it is, folks. This is the brand new episode of the revamped version of In the Mind. Why is it revamped? Well, go listen to the last episode. I'll tell you why it's revamped. Yeah. But in case you don't know then, well, this podcast now will be primarily focused on professional wrestling. That's right, wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, w- formerly WWF, or any promotion in between past, present, or future, we will be talking about it right here. So without further ado, without further ado, I'm too excited with this. Let's jump into it. I don't blame you, man. I was too. Now, for the first time ever, we're going to ring the bell. Vicente, would you please do the honors? Ding, ding. There we go, folks. We're in this match. One, two, three. Go, go, go. Raw versus SmackDown. Raw, Raw, what is it? Warzone. Nintendo 64. You remember Something those like days? That, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we're just too excited. Coke versus Pepsi. Exactly. We're that, we're that excited. <laughs> we're so excited. We brought out the cicadas as well. Yep. Yeah, they're loud, man. Exactly. Man. <laughs> they're here with us. So if you hear any echo, any background noise, we are outside in a humid weather, but hey, that's how we like it. Exactly. I'm with Mother Nature. Hot and sweaty. Yes. <laughs> All right, without further ado, let me, go ahead, let me go ahead and introduce you, the three other guys I just mentioned in the beginning. Raul, go ahead. Say your piece, sir. My name is Razor Raul. What up? What up? What up? What up, folks? What up? What up? It's your favorite bad guy here. I'm here hanging out with the kid, HBK, and... Fist of Fury Vicente. What up, my boy? What up? Hey, we're here, baby. We live right now. We're live. I'm super excited, man. Damn, right. Well, when's the album dropping, man? <laughs> <laughs> this summer. This summer. Hottest mixtape of the summer. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> it's been a horrible year. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah. Just delay it. Do it delay it. I'm going to just delay it. <laughs> He's going to call it COVID because it's straight up lethal. Exactly. <laughs> Get your respiratory infections, man. Watch out. <laughs> Anyways, folks, I encourage you to turn down your, your volume and turn it up sometimes, too, because we're going to fade away a little bit. Yeah, But man. here we are, folks, bringing into another episode. I'm sorry, Vicente. I didn't introduce you. It was so rude of me. Go ahead, man. I know you're good, man. Hey, Vicente, man. Well, I'm here. Super excited. Uh, you know, you told me about the revamp, and I'm I'm hyped, man. Like I said, we're, we're here, and we're getting started. The inauguration, man. This is the inauguration, the initiation of today. Let's do this. That's right. There we are. Popping bottles, smoking cigars, even though I don't do none of those things. Exactly. exactly. Kids stay in school. Yep. Don't yeah. do drugs. I don't. <laughs> Dare. But anyways, there it is, folks. This is the revamp, the brand new in the mind. There it is. That's how it is. That's wrestling right there. You got to bring that energy. You got to bring that excitement. You got to bring that promo. You got to bring out that inner wrestler in you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and start off with the number one question. That is, Guys, how did you all become, how did you, including myself, become wrestling fans? When, and if you remember, where? Razor, let's start off with you, sir. Well, it's kind of funny. I am an, I, I am oldest. Dirt. Man, you hate that damn old. Calm the hell <laughs> down. It, but, but. Shut it up. Has, okay. <laughs> can I, can I, can I, 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 can I finish? My bad, my bad. So, <laughs> it might have started maybe when I was like six or something, and if I recall... I was just flipping through the channel. Yes, kids. We're millennials right now. Back when cable was a thing, cable box, there was no Wi-Fi or anything. Nah, I remember no, I was, didn't even exist. Exactly. I don't think so. I don't know. So I was just flipping through the when channel. channel 16 was all blurry, but you stayed up late just to see what it exactly. was. Exactly. I see your face. I think I see something else. But those were the days. But hey, but I do recall, though, if you're like two buttons on the old remote, 
The picture stays cleaning for how, uh, however long you hold those two buttons on that. You had a remote? Yes. Man, I was so broke, I had to walk up to the TV. Oh, I remember those days too. So let me, let me finish. So I think it was like during, I guess I was watching WCW and I saw Hulk Hogan, you know? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Hulkamania. And, uh, brother. Brother, exactly. And, yeah, that's basically how it started, you know? From there... It went from WCW, I think WWF was back then, it was during that time, and it all began. For the sake of this conversation, let's keep it back, WWF. Exactly, WWF. <laughs> all righty, man. Well, I like it. I like it. How about you, Vicente? When do you recall being a, a wrestling fan, becoming a wrestling fan, and do you remember where you were? Dang. <clears throat> to be honest, I don't recall. I mean, I know I was in elementary school. I don't recall the exact uh, thing or like moment you know, where I was like, oh, wrestling, like, but... I don't know what came first, either kids in the hallway saying "suck it, suck it," <laughs> you know, or, oh God, I or, or 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 I already had an idea of what wrestling was, and then then I saw people running on the hallway saying "suck it, suck it," and I knew where it came from. But uh, you're like "suck what?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, like, what the fuck is that?" Took a joke for that. Yeah, like, like, hey man, don't let the principal see you. But anyways, like um, but uh, but yeah, it was WWF, and um, I don't know if it was you know uh, Monday Night Raw or what, but uh. You know, I ended up seeing some wrestling, and then I just became hooked, man. And then, you know, I became a big fan of The Rock and just Stone Cold and all that. So, yeah, man, I was it. I was it for me. All righty, all righty. Well, man, that's good, man. That's generally what it comes down to because literally what you guys are saying is what I sort of went through, actually. Mm -hmm. um, when I became a wrestling fan, man, dude, I was young, man. I was – I remember exactly. It was actually close to where we were supposed to go record originally um, in that little neighborhood – well, I said at my uh, great aunt's house, may she rest in peace. And me and my cousins, we grew up watching wrestling. And I remember, dude, literally Monday nights, that was the spot to be. Especially because yeah. my parents would drop me off because they would go work. Like, here, yeah. we just drop you off here. So <laughs> whatever those days. Y'all will take care of you. <laughs> but anyways, yo, we like come like 9 o'clock. Dude, it was on. Literally, the first one was WCW because you had Sting there, Lex Luger there. Exactly, and I would be watching. Exactly. And then my big cousin, uh, my big cousin Edwin, he would be like, all right, man, time to flip it over. There were there was WWF Monday Night Raw Stone Cold Steve Austin raising all kinds of hell yeah man oh, yeah. from then on we would just be like wrestling we'd be like wrestling with pillows and yeah. like we pick up oh, our smallest little cousin and if start there like was no adults, brother, dude. if there was no adult to supervise you during those times man oh those man the yeah they came back to some like carnage You're like what the hell just happened who broke the dressers why is he crying yeah and like bro and then next day at school man like you kind of for me though it was kind of opposite I kind of that was kind of hidden it was like a secret. You know, like yeah. you like wrestling, you know. But once you heard somebody mention The Rock or just mention any wrestler, you're like, oh, forget mm -hmm. about it. And man, you watch wrestling in. too? This mm -hmm. guy's in. From then on, then in the crotch chop, suck it, suck it. The teachers and principals <laughs> used to get like, you guys remember the action plan when they were sending the principal's office? Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, oh, you got to write down what you did wrong. Well, I told people to suck it. That's no, what I, I did. The crotch chop. Exactly. <laughs> and guess what? I never learned my lesson because to this very day, I still tell people to suck Dude, it. There you go. Exactly. Crotch chop lives on. <laughs> Figuratively and literally. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that, man. Cheers. 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 But anyways, man, that's what it was, man. And that's what it was, though. And I think for all three of us here, I think you all can agree, we grew up in the best time with wrestling yes. really yes. was at the top. Man. Yes. I did not realize that until you started breaking that down to me. like, And so I started seeing it more, and I was right. like, damn, that was an error. Like, that was a golden age, a unique time in, 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 um, in history. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it really was, man, because, like, Raul, you can also uh, attest to this, man, that, you know, yeah, Hulk Hogan, you know, he introduced a lot of people. 
You know, but that was back in the 80s. But when wrestling was at its top, at its, I don't want to say peak because that's, actually, I'll say peak. Yeah, um, yeah you can say that. It was the 90s, man, like mid 90s. It's just like hip hop, man. Yep. The golden time was the 90s for hip hop. Exactly. You know, the golden age. For all my 90s babies at, where you at? Yeah, there you exactly. go. There you go. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah, you know, it's okay <laughs> if you're born in 1982. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you count. I mean, 99, you're on your way out the door, so exactly. I don't think so. Yeah. But anyways, um, but yeah, like Raul, like, you, you could attest to this, right? That, you know, we grew up in that perfect era where anyone could have, anyone actually did become a wrestling fan. Right, just right. because it was hot, it was new, it was fresh, and not only that, we're at a time where being a rebel was cool. Exactly. Yeah, man. I, breaking all damn. the rules was cool. And it, everything. It's crazy how, like, <clears throat> what you, um, like, I'll look at some old clips, right, uh, of wrestling, like, you know, back in, I don't know, 98, 97, and I'm like, damn, they did that on TV? Like, whoa. I mean, it was no a whole bar, time. man. No whole yeah. bar. I was man. like, what the hell? My oh, yeah. I mean, it comes down to it, because if you were thinking about <clears> it, that was a time where things were becoming a little bit more, um, was edgy. And, edgy, yep, you're right. And, you know, and I think back on it, uh, for you guys especially, um, I would probably say that was a time where society, I don't want to say society, but people, man, they were just, they were done trying to be so proper, trying to be so PC. They were like, to, feel like clothes. To fit in the system, basically. Basically, yeah. like, nah, man, fuck. We got these guys, you know, like DX, Shawn Michaels. You got Triple H telling people to suck it. You got Stone Cold Steve Austin drinking Give beers. Giving a finger to giving the boss. Giving a finger to the yeah. boss. Yeah, not giving I mean, a finger I mean, to who the boss. I mean, who doesn't want to whoop their boss's ass? Yeah. No, no disrespect to you, sir. I know, right? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, damn. <laughs> but just know what's coming one day. I know, right? <laughs> one day. Out of nowhere. I'm like, damn it, I was going to buy his lunch. <laughs> Like, That's what you get. Oh, no, right? like, oh damn, my bad, my bad. Oh, with Chick-fil-A? <laughs> no, I'm so mad at them, man. They messed up my order, man. That's true, man. Screw them, man. Oh, gosh. But anyways, um, but I felt like that was it, man. It was right. holding out. And then even so many other wrestlers, man. The Rock coming down, man, with that attitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, it was just a perfect time to grow up in. You know, I think yeah. for three of us. To get into wrestling, too. Yeah. I, I think for yeah. three of us, we were very fortunate to, like, be very alive growing yeah. up in that era. And kind of have similar stories because, you know, we're like a couple years apart, not so far. Yeah. But yeah. we all have similar stories of like what we would do, you know, like that'd be like pulling a stunner or like power bombing our niece and nephews or yeah. little cousins or whatever. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. You it's know? so funny how like you're so reluctant, like never reluctant, but you're so like to imitate things, you know, like you see movies and you're like, ah, you know, and you'll imitate certain things. But, but like with wrestling, like you go all the way through, all like you the- follow it through, like. No, I'm gonna rock bottom you. Hold on, come here. I'm like, all right, we're gonna use the bed, you know? <laughs> like, like you follow through completely. The, the bed was the ring, basically. Yeah. You will pick up your little nieces and nephews. In my case, it was my little brother, even though now he's my big baby brother. He's still yeah. powerbombing his ass. <laughs> and what's so funny is like, what's so funny, like the parents are getting mad. Like, hey, man, don't jump on the bed because he's gonna fuck up the wood and go under it. <laughs> oh, gallery, yeah, I remember that. But it's like, we need a new bed now, yeah. And we didn't care. We still have a Royal Rumble the next day. <laughs> exactly. The match is still on. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> Yo, we got so creative. We started making up matches that never existed. All right, we're gonna do like the, the triple tornado match. Like that, we didn't even know what it was, man. We just started coming up with shit on the on the spot. Which, by the way, folks, this is adult rated. Exactly. Yeah. Although we said for kids and children of all ages, but we're yeah, gonna, yeah. Uh, we're gonna keep it adult. You know, uh, just just like the WWE, the PG era is over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You know. <laughs> but anyways, moving on. Moving on though, let me ask you guys this though: mm-hmm. um, Who's your favorite wrestler, and, and why did he become your favorite wrestler? If you guys had 
I won't say had. I mean, he became your favorite wrestler. Yeah. Who was it? I'll start off with you, Vicente. So for me, I would say it was uh, The Rock. Um, that was the first one that I got into. And it was... And I actually got into it when he was Rocky Maivia. Okay. So he wasn't even like oh, yeah. the I remember Rock. Those rock. Days. Yeah, he wasn't even like the the. He wasn't like the Rock, you know, Mister, you know, uh, bad guy with the whole persona. He was uh, Rocky Maivia, and I just still have that toy till this day, dude. Till this oh day, where he had like that semi Jerry curl. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it is where he had like a Jerry curl and everything. And um, I still got it. And um, that was it, man. Like for me, like you know, I became a big fan of his. I don't know why. To um, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people like Stone Cold Steve Austin, which I like them too, but I couldn't get into him really for whatever reason. And um, but The Rock, I don't know. I guess I just resonated with him a lot, you know. Okay, how about you, Raul? Who was your favorite wrestler? For me, I mean, there's got to be two, but you know, obviously there's one, right? So since I grew up watching like a little bit of WCW back in the day, so Hulk Hogan, because like here comes this guy, he's bald, has a banana, he's buff, and he tells like little kids back in the day, probably like before I even came along was. Uh, the little Hulkamaniacs say, hey, say your prayers, you know, take your vitamins, you could be, you could be big as me, you know, respect your parents, you know, that, he kinda, that? Yeah, he would, oh, yeah, dang, I didn't know that. Yeah, he would definitely do that, he would definitely say that all mm. the time, and, um, his personality just grasped me, and I just kept watching, I became a big fan, you know, whenever he faced, uh, any, like, heel, you know, I, I would actually jump for joy when I saw, like, the leg drop, and then one, two, three. It's over. it's over. Exactly. Exactly. It's over. I mean, I gotta admit, you know, I'm like, I'm not really a Hulk Hogan fan, but I, I gotta give him a lot of credit because he did make it mainstream. He right. he is like the the mainstream wrestler who right, made it mainstream, right. made it popular. He was like the first breakout star, uh, he, you know, to make movies and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. He did a couple of movies. He, was he did like a rock- he did a show that you just confirmed from a couple of days <laughs> it ago. It took you 25 years. To yeah, figure it really. Out. He was like the funny thing. It was is the show is the show old? Yeah, yeah it was it like nineties. It old. was in the nineties. So basically, and it's kind of funny how I literally just broke a twenty-five year sort of kind of like quest for you, right? So basically, the show is called Thunder in Paradise. Where, if I recall, my memory's kind of working right now. And he was just <laughs> like he. Working. I guess he was some kind of military guy. And he has like a cool little speedboat, whatever. Remember, it was amazing. It, the, only, the only thing that bites only lasted for like one season, but you know what? It was like the best. I show. remember it was the best show in the nineties. Yeah, I remember because that's actually the channel because like uh, WWF used to show up on like USA, and so like during the summer I'd, I'd be like on USA, and then um, that show would be on. Like I see like just some show like Hulk Hogan on a truck on a speedboat. He'd always have his sunglasses on. He never You're took right, them off. You're right. He always had yeah. his sunglasses. You know? And then immediately after that, like, Baywatch came on. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. So like, I remember. I remember the block. So like, like before that Hulk Hogan show. It'd be like some like 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 uh, show with Mario Lopez as a cop on a bike. Then it'd be like that what? whole Hulk. Yeah, that was so a nice. What the heck? And I'm like, yo, what's Slater doing on? <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, bells? Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, even even I think it came on the same Turner Broadcasting Network. I think it was like Channel Thirty Five. I don't know if it still is, but that channel's not for reruns. So basically, that show would be even though it lasted for one season, every single time it would just keep rerunning, rerunning. It was but yeah, man, like, yeah, I mean, Hulk Hogan was the guy, you know, he made it, he was he guy, made yeah. it popular. Dang. He was in movies, he was in Rocky 3, he played the famous Thunder Lips. Yeah, go watch Rocky 3. What? what? For those of you who, Thunder who, Lips? who are a fan of Rocky, go back, it. watch yeah, Rocky 3. He, he was in Thunder Rocky Lips. 3, yeah, Thunder Lips. His name was Thunder Lips, he was great on that thing. <laughs> but yeah, it made sense, though, you know, because he brought on a lot of fans. Now, for me, my favorite wrestler, and I, you know, I said in past episodes, 
Raul, Vicente, you guys know who my favorite wrestler is. Greatest no of question. all time, the GOAT. The GOAT. Yes, the GOAT. Shawn Michaels. That's right, Shawn Michaels. Because that guy had it all. He had the persona. He had the character. He had the charisma. He had the, the in-ring package. ability. He had the look. He had the whole package. Right. That guy... And believe it or not, whether people want to argue about it or not, he's the reason why there was an Attitude Era. If really? you think about it, yeah. yeah. He said it. He, he started He yeah. said it. He started the Attitude Era because at the time, he... T- I do know that they were like the, like the whole DX. Yeah. And even yeah, prior to that. They, they, were, they were it, man. They were the... DX yeah. factor, yeah. 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 Even before there was actually a DX, he actually was bringing it to like Vince McMahon's ear. Like, hey, we need to make this more edgy. We make it more raw because, you know, we can't... We're not, we can't bring these little... You know, like the ratings were down. We got to make it more edgy. People were like, like little rinky dinky man, like teenagers and up. They're not into it anymore as right. as they used to be. We need to make it more exciting again. You know, so he did that. So honestly, he there's a quote on it. He said, "We said I was attitude before attitude was cool." Yeah, exactly. And I think they're they're the exactly. ones who who, uh, who really uh, were the pioneers in that, or at least like starting it off. Because like, and I think that's what made wrestling more like not only appealing to kids, but like yeah, like I mean, because you had these little jackets, like yes. you know, it was like. Uh, like the counterculture, you know what I mean? You had just, that look. I mean, and for me, it's because he was cool. He'd come out, you know, he would do like these cool, you know, like these cool like wrestling move tricks, like flipping off. Also, because he was getting all the girls too, man. Oh, God. I mean, man, come on now. Like, girl, <laughs> out of age, man. All you want girls is to yeah. like, so you, you try to emulate. You know, but bottom line though, like, he was my favorite wrestler. And to this very day, a lot of wrestlers who are in the wrestling business, they refer to Shawn Michaels who. They cite him as, a, as an idol. Or as an idol or as inspiration. Well, you know, it's funny, like, uh, I didn't realize that until you started telling me that, like, with. You know our previous conversations and all that. Like you started, like you know, I, I remember Shawn Michaels, but I didn't know uh, like what impact he had. You know, until you started bringing it out, I was like eh, interesting. And I also thought to myself, it makes sense. It makes, it makes a lot sense. of sense, yeah. you know, yeah. because exactly. like exactly, it makes a lot of sense because like everybody gets inspired by somebody at some form or some form or point. You know, for example, like Ric Flair was inspiration for Shawn Michaels, Triple H, a lot of other wrestlers. Really, to be yeah. honest, mm-hmm. you know, and then Hulk Hogan was also. Uh, an inspiration for a lot of other, you know, coming wrestlers. So now it's like the era where they're giving like homage to like Shawn Michaels as well. But anyways, for me, growing up with Shawn, you know, I was sad when he had his first at the time. Everybody thought was his career-ending injury. Right. Uh, I don't so know. Was, was it again? Um, it was a casket match. It was a casket match where like, <laughs> dang, yeah, no pun intended. That could have been like legit ending. though. It was, it was like it was a bad spot move where like basically he was gonna go off, bounce off the ropes, gonna go uh, for the Undertaker. Undertaker flips him over over the ring and Sean just happens his lower back just happens to hit the edge of the casket mm. and you can legit hear it it was legit like it wasn't like that was, you know mm. planned it was legit you know surprisingly though he managed to like you know go through the match you know but then again when your adrenaline is pumping and all that you yeah. know you don't really you feel don't anything feel it. Yeah, you don't feel he said it. he didn't feel the injury until two days later oh. when he couldn't move out of the bench Jesus Christ yeah That's and he wild. still went on a couple months and he still went on a couple months with that up until race, Wrestlemania and then uh Basically, to go to WrestleMania, uh, face Stone Cold Steve Austin, which would be like the beginning of the Austin era. Yeah. Right, um, right. But yeah, dude, that, 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 that would be it. That was that was the case, you know. So, anyways, that's my favorite wrestler. Moving on from that, though, let's talk about. Actually, question: Do you guys any like any like favorite lines or quotes or anything from oh, like gosh. your favorite wrestlers or just any wrestler in general? Ooh, uh, go ahead. Raise what you got. Wow, man, I was like. All right, I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I gotta so, think of it. Like, I don't no. know. For me, obviously, like I mentioned, The Rock, obviously, that dude became ultimately, um, man, he had one of the greatest like one-liners, you know, and and he became such a good trash talker. And so all of the yeah. stuff that he said, man, like, and I think when The Rock transitioned from Rocky Maivia to like 
the rock, like the bad guy or the persona or whatever, like it, everything he said. He's like, listen here, Jabroni. And like, like, you're Rudy, boo. Can yes. You know, like all that, <laughs> just all that. I was just like, it will get such a crowd pop when he yeah. says that every single But time. at the same time, I was also a big fan of like Stone Cold Steve Austin's. You know, like, I mean, that guy has some great ones too. I think that's part of the reason why like, I love their whole rivalry because it was just like, who is the bigger trash talker? Their, their, rivalry, their rivalry is actually my favorite. It's, really? It's they're actually my favorite. It was like the best because like my – when, every time I think about The Rock and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I always think about them like in the middle of the ring, exchanging like right hands. Like they never fail yeah. at that. It's like if you watch it, guys, go like, on YouTube. Like blow for blow. Go yeah. on, on it's like so fluid. It's yeah. like poetry in motion. Chemistry right there, guys. Chemistry. You know, and like, and it's so funny because like, I mentioned The Rock because it's always you're a fan of both. You know, you yeah. can't be a fan of one. That's what's interesting about it because even when they were can't against one or the each other. other it's either you still had to root for one of you root exactly, for both. Yeah. You know, exactly. What I like about The Rock, though, what, what always stuck out to me at The Rock was the time is the fact that he had sideburns. Oh, oh yeah, God, I remember. Ooh, that. That's another thing. All right, so so for me, part of the reason why I like that too is like <laughs> I was able to connect. Uh, well, oh, not not me, but like my dad. I mean, I had some chops back in the day. You remember chops? Yeah, yeah and I, I got pictures, man. Like like my dad had these nice chops back in the day, old school chops. And um and it was just interesting seeing that. I'm like, yo, I'm like the rock, like my dad has those too. So I was like, I can relate. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. And he was fresh too because he would come out with his nice shirts, like whatever, like like the Versace or whatever, exactly, like the button-ups or whatever. And then just the shade. Yeah, he came yeah. with the silk shirt. And yeah, so there you go. He looked like he was like, shirts. part of like Miami Vice or something. Yeah, like, you know? yeah. And the shades and everything. Yeah, you know what I remember about the rock for whatever reason? Like whenever it showed like the rock arriving to the arena. Whenever Austin would ruin his car, he would always be driving a Lincoln. <laughs> really? He would always you drive a Lincoln. Come to think of it, he always drove a Lincoln. It was, was always Lincoln. a Lincoln. It was always a Lincoln. I, 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 I never, I, I never just, yeah, that, I'm like, why would he always drive a Lincoln? I mean, what didn't he drive a Ferrari? Like, no, it's always <laughs> anyone like some like penny loafers Lincoln. and everything. <laughs> and like, what I really liked about the Rock though, he always talked, he always talked in third person. Oh, yeah. The Rock yeah. Damn, that's why I mean that, because I always do that, too. He's like, one thing you should know about The Rock, and it's like, you know, when you face The Rock. It's not like, when you face me, yeah. <laughs> one thing you should know about me. It's like, how am I you're speaking about yourselves? <laughs> what are you doing? Everybody knows, and The Rock knows, that yeah. you, you know, it's just like, what? Like, He's like, on WrestleMania, The Rock is going to lay the smack down. <laughs> hey, hey, but you know what? He was his own... Hype man, his own his like, own he, persona, his, basically. Yeah, and yeah. promoter, like he'll promote himself. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, it didn't get any better than it, it that. Worked. Yeah, and it yeah. so worked out, you know. And then Hulk Hogan going on to your favorite uh, Hulk Hogan, man. He always just brought that energy. He just exactly. pumped up the crowd. What you gonna do, brother? Yeah, Hulk Hogan runs wild on you. All that. <laughs> you know, you, you know who um, who I also like is um, uh, I, I didn't really see much of, of, of this guy, but uh, Macho Randy Benson. Oh, Macho oh. Man Randy. Dude, he is, man, he is a goat he's within a cream. He's like, a cup of coffee, the cream. The cream of the crop. The best promo is the cream of the crop. Guys, go on. He had a lot. No, it was cream of the crop. No, he had a lot of problems. He had, he had just a cup of coffee. And then he started, the cream then he down with the cream of the crop. Was like, he kept pulling creamers out of nowhere. Okay? Watch it, guys. You like people like, yo, and like, we're all these Little cream or coffee creamers coming from. He just kept pulling one after the other. Oh, yeah. I will let my bottom. He's like, like he will take a creamer out of his little hand, put it on top, and drops. Here's another one coming out. 
<laughs> he's like, I gotta rewatch. He's that. like, when you watch, when, when you rise to the top, you gotta be the cream. And he's pulling out a little cream. <laughs> and then, like, what I really love about that promo is I actually um, how how like, um, what, what's what's the word? Um, uh, improvised. How the imp- oh really? He was really good. How he was really. Yeah, he was, was a moment awesome. when he pulls out a creamer. He puts it on top of his head, like kind of like you know, just like have a creamer yeah, stand yeah. on his head. He's like, Dude, we gotta rise to the cream of the crop. And then like the creamer falls, and he immediately he's like. On balance, off balance, it doesn't matter. I'm better than you. I'm like, what? Dang. Dang, I didn't know that. Oh my, yeah, this, I mean, this guy. I mean, folks, on balance, it look, 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 folks, y'all, y'all got to YouTube that. Just, it's, just like, Manny Savage, Creamers, and like. Yeah, so he had so many, but like that guy, whenever his music came on. I'm going to queue it up right ring. now. Ring. Oh, man, I'm out of water, man. Oh it's hot in here. I'm scared. <laughs> it would just get such a good crowd pop, man. It was R.I.P. Macho Man. Yeah, he was great. Hey, so he was WWF or WCW? He was both. He was both. Okay. He was WWF, and then he ended up going to WCW, and then after that, he had like a break, and then went to TNA for a little bit, and then, and then I remember he showed up in Spider Man. He was in the Spider Man movies. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, he was crusher. He was Bone Crusher, something like that. Yeah, Bone Saw Crusher. Like, or something remember like that. the meme? I got you for three minutes. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Yo, y'all don't realize Macho Man was so marketable. Oh my! I remember God. him from the Slim Jim. Oh, that's where I remember him. Slim Jim. Yeah, he like, made it so popular back then. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I wanted to eat a Slim Jim. I'm like, like for real, yeah, I was like, exactly. I never knew about a Slim Jim until like what? <laughs> that and like there was these other commercials. It was like weird, like some skinny guy, or whatever, with a thing on his head, or he was trying to like look like Slim Jim. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> back to Randy Man. Yeah, and he had a rap album somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yes, he's. Actually, you know what's funny about that? I remember that's probably like around my middle school years and all that. And I remember, if you remember, like 106 in part. When he yeah, was, yeah, exactly. He would come on and say, Yeah, I got a rap album. And he actually dissed Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Be a man. He did. He well, they had. Oh, that's. Oh man, we're gonna dive in deep, folks, into the wrestling. Just so you know, understand what we're talking. Yeah, about. I mean, that's what it's about. They had at the time. Beat. They both came up at the same time, but Hulk Hogan was the number one guy. Yeah. But he made sure. To be to stay as the number one guy. Unfortunately, at the time, Macho Man Randy Savage was coming, and people were loving him. Yeah, you know, yeah. they put him in WWE. They put him together as a tag team. But at the, the end of the day, powers. but at the end of the day, Hulk Hogan managed somehow to be the number one Hulk guy. Hogan blew up. But everybody knew you got to go with Macho Man. And I think he never won a WWF champion. Oh, he did. Speaking of which. Vicente, you got here the World Wrestling Thank Federation you, Championship belt. Yeah, dude. It's, it literally says uh, World Wrestling Beautiful, Federation Championship. We're going to go ahead and uh, actually put uh, a photo of it so they can see. But yeah, man, I actually... Beautiful. It's, it actually legit has some weight to it. Dude, it's, not, it's like it's, actual it's, metal it's and leather. Weight. It's not that cheap old stuff you find at Toys R Us. Well, Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore, sadly. Oh, I repeat Toys oh, yeah, R Us. Right. Moment of silence for Toys R Us. Dang. All right, that's a moment. I know, so, right? Um, KB Toys, but this, this <laughs> one second. When okay. he, man, when he brought us this title, man, when he showed his dude, well, like, like literally the inner child, just, the inner kid, just like, oh my god, I wanted this as a kid. Like it's, it's oh so like because you know in the stores they sell like the plastic ones and all that. I mean, oh yeah, cool. Styrofoam so I, I went out of my way to get like oh a freaking gosh, it's, it's legit one, man. and um, when I brought it to work, I was like, man, I'm like, where's Eric? I was like, and, and I enrolled. I was like, and I think before you were gonna go to lunch, I was like, man, let me get this joint real quick. So I ran out. I got it strapped oh around my, my shoulder. God, it was, and then uh, I came up with my shades. I was trying to look like the rock. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I came in, and then like I just saw Eric's like face, like, yo, no way. And yeah, man, it's fun, man. It's funny because like Johnny, um, when he saw it too, he was like, 
No way. Like everybody, re- uh, you know, like relives that inner child in them. Exactly. And, you know, Thank they got, they got to put that belt around their shoulder, man. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what it is. See, that's a beauty of that's wrestling, beautiful. though, right? Like, no matter how old you are, once you see, like, you know, it just comes out. I will say this. This actually revealed to me one thing. Uh-huh. You know, everybody knows, okay, wrestling is not fake. It's scripted. The outcome exactly. is already predetermined, but it's not fake. Right. Like literally, the bumps, the the slams, the yeah, hits, they do. They're, they're, they're legit. All legit. You know, man. like there's a reason why they, they get injuries. You know what I'm saying? Oh, heck oh yeah. But one thing, they're athletes, man. To be doing something, they do. I always yeah. wondered though. One thing for me um, was like, all right, let's say if you have a match, right? Let's say there's like WrestleMania match, and they say like, all right, Raul versus Vicente for mm-hmm. the WWF Championship belt. Oh, Raul, you're going to be the winner of that. You already know the outcome of it. But when you, you know, and I always understood that, like, you're going to be champion. Is it knowing that you're going to become champion or is it when the belt is finally, you know, handed to you when you feel that moment? Because I'm like, I always thought about that. It's like, I know it's real, but it's like, how real is it? A hundred percent real? Because you already knew what was going to happen. But no, the day when you brought this title, I understood (laughs) it was real. It was real. Regardless if you knew it was real, because once you actually feel the title in your hand, oh, man. I mean, I guess what you're trying to say is like, you know, all the bumps, the aches, the blood, sweat, and tears. It's actually calling saying, paying your dues and finding, like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, my you, God. It, it, all it, the hard work has paid off. And, well, and, and you know what? It's almost like, like, uh, obviously, you know, like it's scripted and all, right? So it's like, but again, like, like it's as if wrestlers, like, they're actors, but they're also their own stunt doubles. Exactly. Or like, they're, you know, they obviously perform their own stunts. So it's right. like, it's like that's like the Oscar that you're getting, you know what I mean? And oh it's like, God. so now you got to play this role of a champ, you know what I mean? And uh, carry that out. And exactly. Like, oh, you gotta, gosh. You're the face of the company. Again. Yeah. This is your prize. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I felt like a champion just walking around and putting it on my shoulder. Like, when well, you saw me, I wouldn't take it off my shoulder. Yeah. You know? Get away. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if people were going to come and complain, I'm like, all right, you're talking to the champ. Like, just like it's legit. That's, 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 that's the feeling you get. Like, you're like, all right, State man. Your claim. It's like, all right, Eric, let Raul see. I'm like, no. Yeah. He's like, if he wants, he's going to have to fight before. You're like I you legit know, had a match right there. Well, you remember when I said it? Like when I saw you with the when I came out with the belt over my shoulder, I'm like Raul. Anytime, any place, anytime, any place, you name it, you you're gonna challenge me for this belt. But I just want to let you know, it's not easy climbing to the top. And then that, that was legit. It just comes out of you. It you know just, what I'm like, saying? That's, that just persona just comes out of you. That persona, right? just, that's well, legit. Like the wrestling comes out of you. And it reminds me of like uh, as a kid how you would kind of um, relive uh, or, or even like uh, recreate. Yeah, like like things that like, right. know, like Hulk Hogan would say or like The Rock would say. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, you're jabroni. You know, like, <laughs> start going through it. Like, if, like you want this, you're gonna have to get you know whatever. I'll see you at SummerSlam and blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Just like talking. Oh to my God, yeah. And stuff, so like I like. I, I felt that too. Like I was like, man, this is good. This is good. Yeah, man. Well, speaking we'll about put a picture of it. Oh, but speaking about like going to SummerSlam or anything like that. Um, you guys have a favorite match? Any favorite match that comes to mind? Oh, Razor, go ahead. Actually, mine is and ironically enough, it's when Hulk Hogan faced Andre the Giant. Now this was back in well, that the, was like what was that like? Dude? Was like WrestleMania three? I think it was a little WrestleMania three is when Andre the Giant said, I think he was under, saying, I'm undefeated, no one can slam me. And I think Andre <laughs> no can slam him? Like no what do you mean? Like basically this guy he John, was, Andre, Andre the Giant. There's a reason why they called him the Giant. He was like seven feet tall. Oh, he didn't have to yeah. work out whatsoever. This guy was undefeated for <laughs> he, like, he was just he was 15, yeah. I think he went on a fifteen year streak. And I think I think during Jesus. that match, 
I think there was like money on the line as well. If he could buy some, I think it was like a hundred grand whatsoever. Dang. I think I, I don't know. He was like French, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was from Grenoble. Yeah, he was from the French apples. French Alps, not apples. Sorry, French Alps. <laughs> French, French apples. French apples. <laughs> so if I recall, they... I, heard, I heard a gala apples, but I never heard Fiji <laughs> so apples. So basically, I if I recall, I think it was. Like, I don't know if it happened in Madison Square Garden. I don't know whatever. Yeah, it was Madison Square was, Garden. You know, oh, you gotta understand the arena of the world. Exactly, it's the mecca of, mecca of all sports. Yeah, which so, you can actually relate to something because that's where a lot of the most famous boxing matches. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, I actually went to Madison Square Garden. Really? Yeah, you went dude. to the mecca. Oh, I did. I went to go see. Um, Miguel Cotto versus Austin Trout sucks because Cotto lost, but <laughs> it was worth it, man. It was it was oh, amazing. Man. It was a, it was an amazing. Uh, so you got to actually be in the same arena where like every famous boxing every, match, every wrestling yeah, match. Wow, that, yes. Wow. Yeah, and then not just that, but also concerts and everything. Like like in terms of boxing, like uh, oh gosh, countless events have been held there. Like it's and, the and iconic fights, sports, you know. And Dang, so for that to happen there, I didn't know that. That happened then. I recall like an effort, and I recall like both coming in the ring. They were both face to face, and you see Hulk Hogan just grab him and just slap him. Everybody just goes straight wild, and I think that's I think it happened in '83. That's when Hulkamania oh. just went through the roof. Damn, who won that, that fight? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Oh. Yeah, Hulk Hogan won that fight, and that's when he took. Hulkamania to the roof. That's when like Hulkamania was born. Yeah, wow. That's when you know we said earlier that he was the first person to go mainstream. Yeah, wow. He just went so would you say he's like the first uh, wrestling he, superstar? He was Hulk Hogan. First. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, really? Yeah. yeah. He's before he, Ric Flair. Oh yeah, before Ric Flair. Before Ric Flair. I mean, even Ric Flair came after. Um, it was kind of funny. That's actually kind of. Oh man, but, that's actually a. Uh, I kind of want to say that for another episode, but just just to kind of give an idea of like Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, like literally their rivalry, their rivalry was like a lot of people saying. Oh, Ric Flair and Hulk. The rivalry, the rivalry match that the rivalry match that never was. It's kind of those like matches that never happened. You know, like for example, like oh, they never they never did anything. They did, but like later on, already passed their already like a WrestleMania. Already passed, already passed their peaks. Already not at that level. At that point, like backstage politics already had taken over. So you know, and you know, Ric Flair. I think I believe he wasn't at the. He he just he just didn't have that leverage, that kind of leverage anymore. But it's kind of funny, like. The one thing about wrestling is that you have the poster child and you have the one that people legit. You got two favorites, right? You got like yeah. you got the you got the yeah, like one you the got other. the mainstream favorite and then you got like the blue collar favorite. That makes mm, you, you know you, what I, I mean? You, yeah. So that was legit Hogan and Flair. Was like like the Hogan was the mainstream megastar, like The Rock, yeah, or like uh, John Cena, you know. Yeah. But just immediately rocket shipped. Already, yeah. it's the mainstream because I have the look, the persona, and everything. And then you got like a Hulk Hogan, who his story is actually pretty interesting if you look into it. Um, I kind of will say that for like another podcast for another for, for another time. But he's kind of like literally from nothing, from rags to riches. Wow, you know what I mean? Um, from literally, I think he didn't. Even, you know, uh, I don't think he even knows his real parents. Who the no, Ric Flair? If Hulk I were like, no, yeah, you're Rick right. Flair Rick, doesn't even know his real parents. Yeah, I mean, he, Flair, was he was adopted. He was adopted. He was adopted to the adopted. Flair family. Yep. Well, Fleer, not Flair. Fleer. 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 He was actually adopted into the Fleer family. He doesn't even know his real parents. Damn. He doesn't. Not only that, this dude survived a plane crash. Oh. Yeah. What oh. the hell? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was like what, like the late '70s, early '80s. Yeah. Like, it was like yeah, it was the beginning of his career, and that's where he changed. So from that point on, like he became the style and profile, you know, trailblazer. Limousine riding, wheeling, dealing, kiss, dealing, you know, all that. You know, uh, everything. 
but people love that, you know. Uh, so he was kind of like the the the, the whole, you know, like the the, the worker, the, the people who yeah, you know, the people's champ, the people's champ. It was the, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. So um, that's like, like legit. Like well, the reason why people like Austin Stone Cold Steve Austin as well, because Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't one who, who was born in the business or no. wasn't. Sp- no, he was. He was just like legit, like who he to is. Pick a truck, pick a truck, drinking beers and camo and, and yeah. people could relate you know? to that. So legit, that was Ric Flair and Hogan. But going back to it though, yeah, Hogan was the first mainstream guy, um, mainstream wrestler. Because if you recall, you know, wrestling has a history like as boxing. Yeah. You know, know, um, not to get too much into details, but like wrestling has ties within like, you know, like, like underground or like even like mafia, like, you know, mob. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Um, But yeah, Ric Flair was the, like, I think boxing has a lot of legends to make it mainstream. But who would you say, Vincent, because you're more of a boxing mm-hmm. man, who would you yeah. say was the one boxer who legit, like, put boxing on the map? Dang. Oh. And so, like, you know, actually paying attention, like, you know what? Boxing is not just a sport. Now it's, like, a spectacle to watch. Oh, okay. So it's going to be um, – it's funny because I actually have a book from this guy. His name is Jack Dempsey. And, um, I mean, I'm talking, like, in the early 1900s. Like, dude was a savage. And, um, and the reason I say he was the first one is because he's the first one who actually – and he actually became the record holder for a lot of uh, what was called like million dollar gates, meaning people who paid to go watch the fight. Mm-hmm. They generated over like a million dollars. Wow. Of people. And this is back in the early 1900s. So imagine. So you imagine like what. The that wow. today, to, oh yeah. I'll give you an example of uh, how to compare it to today. That is like the equivalent of just an example. Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather. Uh, and they produce a gate of fifty million dollars, for wow. example. You know what I mean? So it's like that means that that event generated at the gate people going to the event fifty million dollars. So Jack Dempsey was the first guy to generate a million dollars, and then he only not, didn't just do it once, but he did it multiple times after that. And he fought at Madison Square Garden and things like that. And okay, so kind of like Floyd became like known as the pay per view king. Like he was known for doing over a mil. But the, guy was, but the guy who yeah. set the bar was Jack Dempsey then. Yeah, yeah. So then that's Early Hogan. On. So that's, that's basically Hogan. Hogan because Hogan has that, you know, uh, despite what people think about him nowadays because, you know, things came out on him. Oh, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a fan of Hogan's, but I give credit where credit's due. Um, but he was that guy. He would sell out arenas. He yeah. was that guy. Yeah. He would sell out He made arenas. it an event for you to go want to mm-hmm. go and watch. You know, and just, 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 just the charisma, the, you know, Hulkamania and everything and, you know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins and... Oh, <laughs> you know, be true to your country and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. You know, it just worked. So that was that was Hulk Hogan. You know what I yeah. mean? You know, eventually after that, Ric Flair came on. You know, with the just the charisma itself, like woo. He was yeah. uh, oozing and everything. Looking fresh. You know, people had the you know, like yeah, I, style Okay, so yeah. I guess mm, not may not be the best uh, comparison, but boxing Jack Dempsey, wrestling Hulk Hogan, wrestling Ric Flair, boxing Muhammad Ali. I would probably say. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. So that's probably what I, I, I would probably say, you know, yeah. in that in that form of sense. So, man, that's that's crazy. By the way, that's how we tie it in here together. By the way, folks, I know, I know. That's what I love about it. A little history. Hey, I, I didn't even know that. All uh, hope so. You guys got me, got me hip to that too. Yeah, and I should tell you something. Man. I'm not a I'm not a fan of Hulk Hogan like that. But yeah. <laughs> let me ask you a question though, Raul. 
What's Being up? a fan of Hulk Hogan, how'd you feel when he turned heel back in like 1997? What is that, heel? When he turned to a bad guy. So in wrestling, the term babyface is a good guy and the heel, heel is the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. And for his whole career, Hulk Hogan was the good guy up until like, what, 1997, I would say? Like late, like 95, 96, 97. Nah, like I wasn't 95. It was like 97. Maybe late 96 going to 97. He, uh, that's when wrestling really started to rise up and, um, Hulk he Hogan, became he, he became a bad guy. I remember that match. I remember seeing when he became a bad guy, but I'm going to go ahead. And I don't know if it was happening. It was in WCW. And I, I remember when. Paint the picture. It was <laughs> when Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, who were former WWF, just started just invading WCW. And they were just known as the outsiders. And they had like this, uh, this third person. And if I recall, memory serves correct, I think it was facing either. Red Hard, or was it Macho Man Red 7? I don't remember. And all of a sudden, he turns on the good guy, and the whole place goes completely back crazy, dude. Because Hulk Hogan, oh, really? yeah, his Hulk Hogan. The persona was just a good guy. You know, then, Hulk Hogan's colors was yellow and red, and he'd come out, you know, Hulkamania and all that. And the music was just hitting, and everybody was like, oh my god. And then, and then here he to is. all of a sudden turn on, they're like, yeah, go ahead. Here he so is. So turn means like. Literally turning from good guy to yeah, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he and transitions he, And here yeah. he is with, like, two bad guys, you know, Nash and Hall. And then everybody in the ring starts, like, throwing stuff in the ring. And oh, then damn. Are you serious? They start throwing stuff was in the ring. Was that, like, not planned? or It was pre-planned. But, again, at the time, though. I bet you people really got hyped. Like, well, at girl. the time, though, this is the time where, you know, I hate to, I hate to say this. Right now, so early in the first episode, but that's when kayfabe, kayfabe is basically when you lived your character, when mm-hmm. people legit believed Believe. wrestling was real. Yeah, like, man. I hated you, I people thought I legit, I legit hated you, you, you know, yeah. and so, like, when Hogan turned heel, dude, I remember, it was WCW, fans started, like, in shock, their face in awe. Started some fans were crying and they, they started crying. throwing like trash in the rim, booing. They just couldn't believe it. Like, like this man just broke everyone's hearts. Damn. You know? Every wow. every kid who grew up like during the Hulkamania, whatever Hulkamania era, saw this completely. Just went, you know what? Throwing stuff. If I recall, they kind of spray painted. <clears throat> and next thing you know, here it comes out. Hollywood Hogan. He comes out as Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood Hogan. Like, Wait, was so that his like, villain name? That was his villain that name, was Hollywood villain, Hogan. Like, Hollywood Hogan. So he was no longer Hulk, but he was Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. he was Hollywood. So, Which we're going to get into later on about The Rock, but go ahead. Okay. So basically, he, here he comes with Hollywood Hogan. But so, the black and the white. No longer wearing like the yellow and red normal color. Uh, and it comes up with like this cool like edgy theme song. With like a 5 o'clock aftershave. <laughs> that was so, <laughs> it was so fake, It was like dude. blonde, whatever. Oh, yeah, it like sprayed on. It was sprayed yeah, on. Oh, it was sprayed yeah. on. It. And you know what's funny though? Even though people started hating the beginning, next you know, everybody still loved it. It worked. It worked. It, it literally worked. reinvented his career. And and, and you know, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like when they do those things, like uh, you know, obviously if they're planning, hey, this person's gonna turn heel, whatever. They don't know how that's gonna be received. They no. don't know. Like, no, not at all. That's they like don't you, know. That's it's like all. You, it's all the base and the reaction. That's like of the you crowd. were like like uh, doing a reboot of a movie or whatever. And you're like, oh, we're gonna have this person go here or be become this character. And it's like we don't know how it's gonna land, and you know. Well, that's exactly because there's times where like when that decision's made, where sometimes it'll hit and sometimes it won't. Right. Sometimes it'll, it'll, it'll legit be a hit or miss. But with, but I guess it depends at what magnitude you are. You know what level you are as 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 a status as a person as mm-hmm. as as a character. Yeah. Because like, let's say if you're just like regular Joe Schmo who just wrestles in the first thirty minutes of like the program, 
And well, you turn to a good guy or a bad guy. You know, I feel like people are not really going to be too invested. But if you're on the level of like Hulk Hogan, yeah, you're up there, man. It's a big yeah. deal. It's a big you know? deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. And I remember, man, people were just, I remember tears, man. People really? were legit crying. on the screen. Crying. on. Angry, sad, boo, shark, whatever. Like, like all emotions. You know, some people were happy. You know, that's 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 the, that's the, the rebellion comes in, right? Right. Some people were happy, and then I remember. But like very minimal. But most of the reaction overall, the overall reaction was like just in shock and like, like oh my god, I can't believe like this. It's like you just went through a break. I grew up with him. It's just like it's just a girlfriend just out of nowhere just breaks up with you. Exactly. Just leaves <laughs> you right there. Coming. You know, you go out. Yeah. You know, you go on a date, go out to dinner, have a nice dime. Next thing you know, she's like, "I'm done with you." I'm <laughs> like, "What?" You're here, you're trying you to just hear me? like the little, the, the little like you know, fork hit the little uh, plane and everything. Like, oh my god! But he comes out with Hollywood Hogan. I remember he kind of like spray painted like the belt NWO, just coming like air guitaring and everything. So NWO is a new world order for those of yeah. you who don't know. But yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna continue on here. But here, I'm gonna go ahead and stop it off because this podcast is going a little long. So get ready, folks, for part two. We're gonna pick up right off off with exactly. uh, Hulk Hogan <laughs> just turning heel apparently. <laughs> yeah.